Hey, it's Greg. Thanks so much for checking us out on Toronto Today. It's October the 28th, and we really appreciate you getting through the week with us. Want to talk about Toronto and how clean it is. John Tory has made a lot of announcements this week. He hasn't exactly gone on vacation since winning a massive mandate and for a third term as Toronto's mayor on uh, Monday night. But what he talked about was hearing from people while knocking on doors and campaigning that Toronto's not clean enough. And there's just things here and things there that he vows will get taken care of, whether it's potholes, whether it's overflowing garbage bins, whether it's making water fountains and bathrooms accessible and working. A lot of criticism during his tenure about that from some other city councillors and from you as well. So how unclean is Toronto? Well, we compared it to some other cities and we talked about some of the infrastructure issues that Toronto's facing. So let's have a listen to that on 640 Toronto. John Tory says he wants to clean up the city. He's now the third-term mayor of the city, and we're going to have a blitz. I will say, from Monday on, it's not like he wandered off to a beach. John Tory is a hard-working individual. I heard that when I first moved here. Um, he was on the radio opposite me on this very station when we had the Leafs rights, and I was working with Bill Waters, and John Tory was on our competitor in the afternoon. Um, so he works hard. And then going back into politics, as he said on Monday night, there's been successes and there's been failures. Here's what I think people are going to wonder about. When yesterday, John Tory says, we're going to make big improvements to city services. We're going to get rid of graffiti. And we're going to all these overflowing garbage bins. Matthew Bingley um, of uh, Global News did a long, uh, like a story last night, great in-depth story on just how much the garbage bins are overflowing. Construction zones. We drive through them all the time. You, you, you've left here. When we've left here the last couple mornings, we can't get to Front Street very easily. So you take this long, meandering route uh, underneath the, you know, the chopped up gardener. And you're like, OK, um, world class city doesn't feel like it for the next 11 minutes. But nonetheless, that's where it's at. And then there's potholes. So these are the questions people are going to ask. And I think there are two big ones here. And we have the answers. How clean is Toronto rated? How do we rate Toronto? How do the experts rate Toronto compared to other big cities? And they don't have to be necessarily world-class. For some reason, when I call Toronto world-class, and yes, I will admit, everybody will complain about something in this day and age, but when I call Toronto world-class, people say, please, have you been, have you driven down, uh, you know, King Street lately? Have you tried to park? I remember trying to park for the, uh, the theater uh, the live play that I went to, the shark is broken with my son. And while we had a great time, parking was troubly, troublesome. Cones were troublesome. It, we're getting strongly discouraged not to drive in the city, almost by design. But people will ask two questions about what John Tory says. I'm the guy to get this done. I'm the guy to make immediate improvements. We're going to fix the nuts and bolts of city services. And there are two questions that people have about it. One, have you got the money? And, if, and by the way, the second subset to that question is, if you don't, where, where is it coming from? And second question, is this all about the pandemic and services being cut or redistributed or city workers not being available? Or is Toronto getting like this before 2020, March of that year? Did we notice it in 2019, 2018? And I'd make the case there's a little bit of truth in both those answers. One John Tory did have eight years, two and a half really impacted by the response to COVID-19. Okay, so he had five and a half before that. Where was the city headed? 
But I would say that the pandemic exacerbated and extended and made more aggressive the city's decline, at least in terms of cleanliness. Here's what the mayor of Toronto happened to say yesterday. I'm announcing a number of cleanup initiatives underway to immediately address some of the concerns that residents and businesses have identified. Uh, The list includes a graffiti blitz on public and private property, a litter bin blitz, a construction zone blitz, a clothing drop box blitz, a problem pothole blitz, and an arena state of good repair audit. So there's people that want, you know, some of the services done, arenas and whatnot. I was at Birchmount Stadium on Wednesday night in Scarborough for a soccer game. And I, I saw, you know, I thought it's a little bit dilapidated. It probably isn't what it once was. But I thought, why would this be a priority right now? Making sure the bleachers aren't creaky, making sure the bathrooms are cleaner than they actually are. Um, you know, you go to a restaurant, you see the little chart and the signatures of who's cleaned a bathroom and when. You're not going to see that with a lot of public bathrooms. And Tory, by the way, knows because city councilors have shouted in his ear with a megaphone about bathrooms being open, water fountains being turned down. That all factors in. It all ends up interrelated. So the bottom line is what I've heard a lot of people say is Toronto was a great city. Right now, it's not as great as it was. Traffic's outrageous. We can't expand roads. Community housing is crumbling. We've got dilapidated buildings. Those are the other things. Parks, libraries. We've got more people living on the street, it feels like, than ever before. So how do you dig out of the hole? Well, you got to recognize you're in the hole, and then you got to prioritize, I guess, the methodology of digging. There are people leaving the city. There are people moving out of the city who lived here. There are people uh, leaving the city, and that were, meaning not coming back to work, because now they don't have to. But this is going to be a really interesting assessment, and we'll see who will put their money where their mouth is on city council. How clean do you want it? Okay, you want a cleaner city. You, want, you don't want overflowing garbage bins. You want this, you want that. Here's where the money is getting taken from, because they can't print it. It can't come out of thin air. By the way, of the 16 cleanest cities in the world, Toronto isn't on it. You'd be surprised at some of the countries that are, and we actually rate behind New York. There's a lot of complex tax issues as to why that's the case and um, how New York's boroughs govern themselves. But we're behind places like Copenhagen, Denmark and Singapore City and Helsinki, Brisbane, Australia. But here's another city we're behind. And I was surprised this was on the list. It's great that it is. Calgary is considered the eighth cleanest city in the world. We're not in the top 16. It's got a recycling rate of over 75 percent. Uh, It's got a natural beauty and climate appeal. And Calgary has kept their streets incredibly, incredibly free of some of the obstacles that we end up having. 